0: So if you could be here around nine, that would be great, Okay. Well, listen here. Hello, and welcome to 90 Day Fiancé, MK. I'm Mr. O, and today, Ms. H and I will be discussing the season six tell-all part one of Happily Ever After. In this episode, we hear at least a little from four couples. Mike and Natalie talk about their living arrangements, Tiffany and Ronald talk about Tiffany's relationship with production, Brandon and Julia talk about where they're going to live moving forward, and Angela gets some cast member sympathy before yet another tell-all meltdown. If you like what you hear, please give us a five-star rating and subscribe. If you also watch Love After Lockup, please listen to our other podcast, Love After Lockup, Okay. All right, thanks for listening, stay safe, and enjoy.
1: Hello, Mr. O.
0: Hello, Miss H.
1: How are you on vacation?
0: I have a drink in my hand that I'm drinking right now. It's very oh nice. gosh.
1: That looked like water. <laughs> I guess a vodka water, I'm going to guess.
0: Uh, it's vodka and seltzer, yes. Uh-huh. Oh, nice.
1: So for the record, <laughs> Mr. O is on vacation. Where are you again?
0: I'm in um, Charlottesville, Virginia.
1: Charlottesville, Virginia. Yes.
0: It's a driving distance from me. Yeah. With who? With my girlfriend that uh, I am with. <laughs> and it's not Miss H. Yes.
1: Guess where Miss H is? She's in California. (laughs) And I am uh, working. So, you know, I'm definitely not there. So for the record, because it seems that we've had a couple comments, you know, DMs and reviews, etc., that... Somehow seem to think, and I don't want to say it's like out of nowhere. I think anytime you have people who have like you know good banter, maybe you kind of think read more into it than there is. But uh, Mr. O and I are just friends. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing happened on any of the visits that we've ever had. You know, we really just right. are friends. And Mr. O actually has a serious girlfriend. They've been together for almost a year now, right? You still Getting close. Uh, next month or so. Yeah. So, and we support our each other's partners. Um, Mr. O's girlfriend is perfectly pleasant. Um, in fact, she was the one who uh, co-hosted with you when I was gone last. Was yes, it December? She was,
0: yeah, she was Miss M. she's been a while ago. Yeah. A while ago, yeah.
1: All right, so, yeah. Okay, but uh, we're not talking about our couples. We are talking about the show's couples. Yes. And uh, some of the couples that we didn't see much of, even though they were in the episode, uh, we saw Yara and Jovi, where we find out that, you know, Yara says that they've been fighting a lot because Jovi is the issue. She made that pretty clear. Uh, we saw Kalani and Asuelu. Um Kalani mentioned that she's not looking forward to potentially seeing Asuelu's mom and sister, who we see from the previews, will be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't see much from Andre and Libby, who really just they didn't even really get a question. They just like walked in like rock stars with their, you know, stunning oh, yeah. shades on, like owning the place. Right. The
0: coolest <laughs> people. I mean, I appreciate at least from those ones, those little one-offs that Kalani at least knows the game. I feel like right, all these other people right. are like surprised. Oh, the person that caused you the most drama uh, this past season, guess what? They're here. And they're like, <laughs> I'm surprised by that. Why would that happen? It's like, Right, what? right. All right. But we did talk to a bunch of other people. We talked to the other four couples. I'm going to talk about first about what we heard about Tiffany and Ronald. So Ronald is zooming into the tell-all. And he says beforehand that he wants to keep the record straight. Tiffany also, before this thing starts, you know, comes in and then has to change into an outfit to show her shoulders to really unleash her Tiffany power. <laughs> but sure. She says she's basically cut off Ronald from being a dad. She's in the States because of what he's done. When Sean finally does shift the attention back to them for, to focus on them, Tiffany fills us in what happened after the final scene in the season. Tiffany started packing her bags and then Ronald figured out, oh, wait, she's serious and started begging her forgiveness. She ended up staying in South Africa till March. Now, I think we're going to come back to this. I'm going to start with this later. But I don't know what Daniel was doing for school this whole time, but.
1: uh, It's possible that he was remote, you know, and I mean, it's. I have suspicions because awful. I did
0: the time conversion. It would have been yes. like from 4 to 10 p.m. or something. He right. Had been remote. So, ew, yikes. Anyway. But we're going to watch Ronald – then they switch off that, moving on, because what we're going to see is Ronald making an ass of himself by saying weird things like a woman can't be a man.
1: (laughs) And then Tiffany
0: get get back on, you know, her favorite high horse and talk about, oh, I'm doing this all alone and raising the kids alone. Anyway, veering out of her lane, Yara pipes up and says maybe if Tiffany didn't, like, crush Ronald every time there was something to do, she might have more (laughs) help with the kids. Like, especially – After um, there was this weird thing where they said Tiffany forgot to file the tax paperwork and that's why Ronald didn't get his visa to come to the U.S. Oh. Anyway, they bicker a lot about who even wants Ronald to come. Does he want to come? Does Tiffany want him there? Um, And then, you know, and then they show us the clip of the counseling session. And they after which ends with Ronald's weird kidnapping speech. So he wants to emphasize after they show that, that he did apologize to Tiffany um, Mm -hmm. for treating her badly. But at this point, Ronald brings up that his real issue with that night after the counseling was that how Tiffany was way too friendly with the cameraman. And that night was just, you know, drinking up a Bacardi and mixing it up with the guy. Anyway, Tiffany just kind of takes this attitude like he's full of shit and um, his jealousy, whatever, is just his problem. So then they bring in the moms. Rhea, Ronald's mom, thinks that the couple is a great match and doesn't want to lose Tiffany as a daughter if they broke up. Maggie, Tiffany's mom, says, you know, they're both imperfect, but everything's Ronald's fault. Anyway, Tiffany says that there's still love in the relationship, but if they didn't have kids, they would probably be divorced by now. Ronald says that he has his faults, but he loves Tiffany, who then markedly doesn't reciprocate either of those feelings. (laughs) Then we come back to them briefly when Tiffany announces that she's getting the same surgery that Angela had. And we'll definitely come back to Angela later on. Oh,
1: gosh. Yes. All right. So So the lap band or whatever Yeah. Yeah, I guess
0: it would be the lap band. Right. And they kind of gave her a hard time about it. Like – Angela's old. She can't lose weight. You're young. You should have more strength or something. Oh, my God.
1: Well, this same conversation kind of happened at the end of the last tell-all of just the regular 90-day fiancé. with The gym club. Yes. Why not go to gym club? Yes. Exactly. (laughs) And so it, like, involves the same kind of group of people, essentially. So, yeah. Yeah. um, I think you're going to get people who are very squarely in the you got to earn it, you know, to really, like, live it. uh, As opposed to people who are like, yeah, it's just easier to get surgery. (laughs)
0: Right. Well, it's like it's like yeah. I I'm more on board with the surgery because no matter what it takes, you, 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 it's not healthy to be that size. So you gotta be you gotta be smaller.
1: Sure, sure.
0: Whether you earned it or not, it's not it's not, always, right. it's not Just complete vanity, right?
1: Yeah, and I mean, people have been trying too, so it's not like. You're just like one day, like, oh, you know what? I don't want to be fat anymore, so I'm just gonna get the surgery. It's more like, no, I've been trying to diet, and either it's difficult for me, like impulsively, or you know, there's there's pro- probably a lot of emotional stuff behind it too, like emotional oh, eating. And, and I'm sure, you know, and I'm sure, there's like with Tiffany,
0: with Tiffany, it's just a matter of you only have so much bandwidth to, and mm-hmm. willpower to deal with stress, and when you've been doing work and your kids and everything at night just to deal with it with your food and your diet is just, is just too much. Plus man, unhealthy food is much easier and takes much less time to make. Like it just, it just
1: does. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes it's just a matter of like, um, you know, you've tried other ways and the other ways just were not working or you just couldn't do them, you know? And so Mm -hmm. it's like, this is another option. And, you know, I don't think we should be hating on people for, You know, because like you said, at the end of the day, really, it's just you got to get to healthy weight,
0: you know? Right, right. So I want to talk about the cameraman.
1: Oh, gosh. Because
0: I don't know what your read on it was, but Uh my read of Tiffany's body language is she knew exactly what Ronald was talking about and was trying to make it sound like he's just crazy. I don't know what he's talking about. This is just out of nowhere. And I think she knew exactly what he was talking about.
1: Uh, Yes and no. So the thing is, and we kind of briefly had talked about this last week because we were talking about the preview. So Mm -hmm. she had come out, you know, even on social media last week after the preview, she just came out like defending herself. So she had said that part of it was that. You know, Ronald was suspicious even before because this is someone that had followed her around when she was filming by herself with the kids in the U.S. So Ronald wasn't even there. So they already had a rapport and a relationship with one another from before. And so he's, you know, saying, well, you know, like then you were like inappropriate because, you know, it's like kind of past that whatever is the third wall or whatever they call it. Right. uh, You know. Without that separation and just, you know, bantering with him and, you know, whatever that makes you think that there's something going on.
0: I mean, I I, I think his issue was and I don't I don't think this is the first time she heard of it. And Mm -hmm. I think that bothered me that she acted like, well, he's never said this to me before at all. And I think he had said something. about I absolutely
1: think so, too. Um, I think also what made it more difficult for Ronald to kind of like not be mad about like to react immediately is when he saw her laughing, he just immediately went to the conclusion that they're la- laughing at his expense, that it's at him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I, I think what happened, and he kind of said this a few times, is I think she was like at times giving him the silent treatment. But mm-hmm. like yakking it up with this cameraman all the time. And he's right, like, well, right. you've been here for a week. You've talked to the cameraman for four hours a day. You talk to me right. for 20 minutes a day. Like, how are you? How am I your husband? Like, what is this?
1: Right. right. I can. Yeah, I can see that, too. But for him to then imply that something more is going on, I think, is sure. the kind of immature part of oh, all yeah, of yeah. that.
0: And, and yeah, make no mistake. It's one of those things that I know I kind of harp on how much I don't like Tiffany because mm-hmm. I just think it's so hard to see how kind of you know harsh she is. Oh yeah, with, she is. Because you are yeah. comparing it to Ronald. To Ronald, he's a total right. asshole. Like I am not saying Ronald's a good dude. He's a complete asshole.
1: He <laughs> really is. Like oh gosh, you know what I thought was really interesting is so he came off all like you know when they were first out there. He came off all like, oh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to reveal secrets and I'm going to tell you all how it really is. Like kind of like he had Mm -hmm. like major tea to spill and like that would make her look really bad. Right. He went from that demeanor to like, a, oh, I really love them and I want to make them work out. But what I thought was really interesting is he didn't really change his tone until his mom was there. And that reminded me of that was Tiffany's beef. Yeah, was the fact that, you know, he was acting like super dad once, uh, you know, his mom had shown up almost like he was trying to prove that he was this other person, you know, for his mom. And I kind of felt like, okay, I could understand her frustration. Two seconds ago, he's like trying to ruin her reputation and like really trying to make her look really bad. Um, Whether or not it was the truth, you know, he didn't seem to care. He was just like, I don't care if there's just speculation or rumors. I'm going to tell you what I think is happening. To go from that to then be like, oh, I really want to make it work, you know. And it was just like, I felt like it was because his mom was there and he's just trying to make it look a certain way in front of his mom.
0: It is his mom, but he also just flies between those two extremes so quickly. No matter what's yeah. going on. Oh, screw you. are screwing this camera guy. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, uh, by the way, also, I'm so sorry for mistreating you. And uh, I just wanted to come back and be a whole family. And God, I can't believe you didn't do that. I, it's just, he just is so, you know, unpredictable. Like, I, I can yeah. see where he's so hard to deal with. I mean, we just I mean, you could see it on here. He comes in so contrite even before his mom showed up. He initially starts off with, oh, Tiffany does so much. And I, I apologize to her for mistreating her. And then just as soon as something doesn't go his way or he feels the other cast members going off to him, he just, he's like, well, let me tell you about this.
1: Yeah. I do have a little bit of beef with Tiffany staying there so long. So mm-hmm. it's like she's the one who's been saying since the other way, because that's where they started off. They started off on the other way, you sure. know, saying like, you know, I don't want to move to South Africa. It's really dangerous. I'm putting my children at risk, you know, and that was like her major argument for moving back to the U.S. and it's like but you say that but you literally spent almost four months in South Africa so it's like is that really the reason why you left because you know like safety doesn't change just because you're there temporarily it's still the same amount of like danger. So it just, it was confusing to me why she was okay with four months, but not like living there permanently.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the school thing really bothered me um, and, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm a teacher and because this whole school year was hard enough for kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, Frederick, I mean, I know where she lives. She lives in Frederick, Maryland. Like, it's I, yeah. not too far from where I am. And they were, you know, they were doing, he, he could have been in school half time during that time right. and he, he he could zoom in too just like everybody else but i did like i said said earlier i did the time conversion if if she oh, yeah. had him staying in virtual school he was doing it from 4 till 10 every day yeah. like that's not what's best for the kids she keeps saying i want to do what's best for the kids and that's not it like mm-hmm. and so i don't know i don't know what she does think is best for the kids then because that seems like a suspicious decision let me, hit, let me hit another one because I had – I had. they were all – they all fell on my <laughs> lap this time.
1: I know. I was like – felt like I was on vacation.
0: Yeah, I feel like this was like almost half the show and it kept yes. coming back to him. It's Mike and Natalie. Yes. Right? So there was a lot of t- – a decent amount of telling on this one though. So I'm okay yes, with Yes,
1: there was. Yeah. So
0: pre-show, ready, Mike says he's ready to lay it out all the line and is ready for the paint. Natalie is nervous to have another fight with Mike. Uh, when the show starts, Mike's still MIA, but, you know, he shows up. Sean starts, actually starts with them. And Mike says that right now there is no relationship, except maybe on paper. And Natalie says they're not together and that she's living in Florida now.
1: That's so weird. Literally
0: as far away as she can get and still be in the country. Mike knows that she lives in Florida, but not where or with who or anything like that. So again, Natalie kind of blames Mike for everything and says it's all because of his devotion to his work after COVID hit. So Andre chimes in and is like, well, you know, that's not a problem. He wants to work. What's the problem there? You know, work, 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 Andre. Angela pipes up too. And this becomes a theme that kind of comes back and back and back every time we do this. And Angela get it up first. It's like kind of weird that you divorced him and left him but didn't leave the country and go back to Ukraine. And you stayed in America and in Florida. So anyway, Natalie Ransom raves about how hard it was to live in the wood and being on antidepressants. Before Sean asks if they've been seeing anyone else, they both say no. But then Jovi is Jovi jumps in God. and says, "What about the guy we saw you with in New Orleans?" So it turns out um, that you know he and Yara had had dinner with Natalie and some other guy. And then Natalie tells this weird story that she was just like, "Oh, it was a Russian guy I met online, so I would be okay in New Orleans, and he just came here." with me to this thing anyway but but she it's not romantic and i didn't sleep with him so anyway then julia jumps in to wonder like how is natalie paying for her apartment and everything in florida and the answer is she has mike's big card which i assume meant his like credit card card. with a high limit bank card was that what he said okay i thought so i thought the the subtitle said big card i thought i was like (laughs) what is a big card anyway at this point mike tells us that he plans on filing for divorce so we swing back to them later on the show because, you know, we got to have Trish on to let her feelings be known. God. So they sit her on this weird like other chair on the complete other side of the stage, which is like the guest chair. And, you know, she welcomes the news that Mike is filing for divorce. She says that every word Natalie says is a lie. So everybody should just not believe anything she says. They get back into Hooker Gate, which is just he sheds, she said. And they, then they have a weird uh, not a, a hard to follow argument that goes in all kinds of different directions. Um, but it comes back to Mike getting phone boobs. Um, anyway, so like the week before he got engaged, Natalie says that she was, you know, on his phone and inadvertently came across photos on his deleted folder, his deleted items folder. And Mike mm-hmm. says it was just some ex that was like trying to get back with him. All right. So anyway, they dropped that when Yara says that Trish is too involved and that, you know, he's Natalie's husband. So why is mom so up in everybody's business? After a while, Angela's just tired of hearing this shit. I mean, because nobody's talking to her. So, you know, if you don't want to be with him, then go home, which is when everybody else seems to notice how weird it is and suspicious it is that she is not back in Ukraine. So after they cut, you know, Trish confronts Natalie to her face on stage, calling her an evil liar. And then there was this whole thing about Natalie accused Bo of stealing jewelry. And Trish thought she pawned the jewelry. Uh, There was a lot going on. Anyway, Backstage, Natalie calls her mom to tell her that she and Mike are broken up. So, all right. So, I had this. This is the discussion I had um, Mm -hmm. when when I came, I saw this out. Maybe it's because I have an Android phone. So, you'll have to fill me in with the iPhone thing. Okay. Items do not go to my deleted folder from my messages unless I download them first.
1: So, I think. Oh, actually, that's a good point.
0: If somebody sends me a message, it's in my messages, but it is not. um, You have to download them.
1: Yes, exactly. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. I just thought they were on his camera roll is what I was assuming.
0: Well, she said it was in the deleted items. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. So do they end up on your camera roll? Like You don't just take things off of iMessage and put it on your camera roll, right? You have to download it first.
1: Right, you do, and then it shows up on your camera roll. So I <laughs> right. wasn't even thinking about that. I thought it was that she, because they were kind of vague. I must have missed that part where it's in deleted items. Um, they were saying that you know she had taken a picture and she wanted to take a look at the picture that you know they had just taken. So she had used his phone to like look at the picture, and when she was scrolling through the pictures that they had just taken, she kind of mm-hmm. swiped onto like the boobs. the nude. Pics. There are boobs. Yes. Yeah.
0: But either, even if that was the case, at least again speaking on Android phones, if I'm swiping through the pictures, Mm -hmm. they don't come off my messages onto that like pictures unless I download them.
1: iPhones either (laughs) and. I'm not saying Mike is innocent in that part, at least, you know, it's like, no, I totally believe that happened. I do think Mike is a bit of a gaslighter in that, you know, there are legitimate things that Natalie has grievances over, but he like plays dumb to the camera. Like, I don't know. She's just being jealous and crazy for no reason, you know? And like kind of telling her, I don't know why you don't trust me. I don't know why you're like not talking to me. Like why you're upset. It's just like, Oh my gosh, because of these things she, and to Natalie or to Mike's credit, Natalie isn't the best at communicating exactly what is wrong. um Correct. but you know, so he, I think he does. He takes that to his advantage and is just like, oh yeah, I don't know, she's just being crazy. She's like upset. Right. For and, no
0: yeah, and the way, even the way when she does finally say something, for instance, that was wrong when she brings up the boobs mm-hmm. on the phone or, the, or you know, basically naked pictures of another woman he had right. on his phone of an ex that he had on his phone. Yeah, it, it, like. That would be one thing if you're like, Mike, I found naked pictures of an ex on your phone. Like right. that. Everybody would be like, OK. But she's just always like, what about phone boobs? And everybody's like, what, phone boobs? What is she yelling <laughs> about? What is she like? Boobs on phone. She she boobs phone. Phone boobs. And it's like, OK. Which I get is, an, is, is totally a language barrier thing. But it does make her look crazy in that she doesn't say what it is in a way that doesn't sound anything but humorous.
1: Well, and I think just her reactions to a lot of these things make it hard to really take her seriously. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you paid attention, they kept on going back to her when, like, people were accusing her of things. She just had these weird, like, smirks on her face half the time. And then the other half of the time, she looked like she was going to cry or was crying. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, you, you, it kind of went between, like, you know, it was very, like, the cat... With the mouse in the mouth. I forget what The other yeah, cat goes. that caught the mouse.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: She very much had that look on her face a couple times, like especially when they were talking about the...
0: I always, I always call that a shit-eating grin, but okay.
1: <laughs> yes. The New Orleans <laughs> guy, when they were talking about that, she had that look on her face, where she's just like, you seemed really pleased with yourself, you know? But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's just like, then she gets all defensive and looks like she's going to cry. And it's just like, yeah, I can kind of see if you're just kind of reading into her facial expressions that you're just like, I don't know what's going on with this lady.
0: Yeah, you can't... She makes the weirdest faces. And she does yes, all the time. she really does. Like, it she does, does not match up with what she's feeling at all. So she's a very, very hard person to read. shes I mean, her language barrier is there too, but she's her body language is extremely difficult to read.
1: Yeah. So there was one thing that I got kind of annoyed with. So they were talking about the fact that Natalie had moved to Florida. And he says, Mike says, I'm not going to move to Florida. I'm not going to sacrifice my job and move for her. And it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, let's think here. You know, like, what do you think Natalie did for you? You know, and I know he doesn't see that because he sees it as, oh, she wanted to be in the U.S. So he doesn't think about the sacrifices that she made to be there with him because he's just like, oh, well, she wanted this anyway. But it's like, if you think about it, she also, you know, quit her job and moved here for
0: him, so... Yeah, and she's not even asking to leave the country. Yeah.
1: Right. Why couldn't he consider, you know, a move and a change? I'm not saying that that would have fixed anything. In fact, as a separate side note, um it just kind of uh, came out today that uh Paola and... um.
0: Oh, yeah. Russ. Right.
1: They're actually separated. And so it's like, you know, she wanted to move to Miami and kind of dragged Russ along and, you know, it didn't work out. And what was the first thing Russ did? Peaced out of Florida. So yeah,
0: back to, did he go back to Oklahoma because I, I guess he did. That would be my guess. But I mean, but it, it, the thing was, is she even said in hers when she talked, she would have been happy if you just moved to Seattle.
1: Yes. Yes, that's true. She didn't want to live in the woods. And and honestly, it sounds like a move to Seattle would have worked for them in a lot of like ways because he was commuting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Two hours. So I don't know. I just think he was being really stubborn about it. And he does. He likes where he lives.
0: And that was the thing, too. That was Trish's like, oh, you need to find another woman. What was her criteria for that woman? A woman who wants to live on your ranch. Like, that's yeah. number one. Number one thing you need to look for in a woman is, oh does she goodness. want to live on your ranch? Because apparently that's the most important thing in his life is that he lives oh on this goodness. specific ranch.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a, definitely a lot going on with them. I don't really know if I was really Team Mike or Team
0: Natalie. <sighs> I, mean, I mean, it's so long. It's been so yeah. long. I've been on Team Nobody. These are both right not good people who are not good for each other.
1: But I did like, think it was interesting that uh, before, because Mike would, uh, arrived after Natalie, before when they were behind the scenes, how everyone was like, oh, don't worry. We'll be there for you to Natalie. And then that seemed to have like oh, that went away gone real fast. by the wayside yep. immediately.
0: Yeah. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well, as soon as they found out she was it, it, it just it really seemed to rub everybody the wrong way. They're like, if you want to leave him, leave him. Fine. But you're not making anybody's case that you're just here for the grand card, green card. If you didn't go back to Ukraine, like
1: right? right? Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, let's talk uh, Brandon and Julia. So uh, they, you know, checked in with them. Found out that things have been rough because there have been a lot of arguments. Julia thinks that they aren't, uh, you know, far enough away from the farm, and Brandon is actually missing farm life. Julia doesn't want to fight, but she also wants to be truthful to everyone's face. And this is in response to, I'm speculating, um, just how she was perceived at the last tell-all. She was just like, well, I'm going to, you know, talk shit to people's face instead of behind their backs. Uh, Brandon then tells us that living away from his parents is just like living with them. Uh, The only difference is that he doesn't run into them in the hall. And uh, he's at least happy about the increased amount of sex now that they've moved out. Uh, Julia is still a little embarrassed about other people hearing them having sex. So, you know, they're not completely free. Uh, Brandon, he says he's missing farm life and he doesn't really think he's cut out for the city. Uh, the reason they go back all the time is because of Simba, their dog. But also because Ron and Betty, you know, want to have their weekly dinners with them. Uh, the conversation then shifts to family planning, which includes uh julia puncturing holes in condoms for some reason i was kind of unclear what that comment or story was because Uh i was like oh but wait then she says two seconds later that they don't even use condoms and that's a problem because as you all recall julia is not using any form of birth control because she does not agree with it so i yeah i'm
0: calling shenanigans on that i think I think they're using condoms. And she like realized halfway through, he was like, oh no, this is off brand. I'm supposed to be not using condoms. Like- oh
1: gosh. <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah. You know. anyways. So Brandon says living with Julia has been hard because she is crazy jealous and he can't have any mm-hmm. friends that are girls. Uh, Julia doesn't have any friends, um, but Brandon points out that it's because she doesn't even try. Brandon thinks the jealousy is so bad that at some point in the future, it may just push them apart. Julia even insists that she's never not going to be jealous and that she's just not going to change. Julia says that she's been cheated on by every boyfriend and Brandon says he can totally see why. And, you know, why is that? Mm -hmm. You know, because, you know, she's just too controlling. Ron and Betty join uh, remotely and bring up, you know, a property next door that's up for sale. And they offer to help them with the down payment. But Julia insists that they will not accept the help because... One, it's too close to the farm. And then two, because she wants any home that they buy to be entirely theirs. Brandon gets emotional when it comes out that Ron is having some health challenges, as they put it. Uh, He says it's difficult to talk about. And then after they kind of bring it up, Brandon just kind of shuts down um, emotionally. He's too emotional about it. And uh, it's been agreed upon by Ron and Brandon that they will not be talking about details of this at the tell-all. Uh, Julia just says she just doesn't want to go back to any farm. And then uh, Sean just kind of gives them, you know, her sympathies for their situation. Sure. All right. So. Um, Not any new news. Um, Just kind of, I guess, a sl- small update on their living situation. But one thing that I thought was kind of interesting is their whole conversation about Julia's jealousy. Because Julia was saying, like, nope, not going to happen. I'm never not going to be jealous. I will always be jealous. That's, you're not going to change that. And she has no desire to change. I don't know mm-hmm. if she really can. And that's probably why she d- she probably thinks she can't, which is why she said, nope, that's just me. Right. Um, but then, you know, when pushed, Brandon says, "Yeah, you know, I could potentially, like, you know, end this at some point if it gets too bad." So, who do you think will give in? Because is Brandon just gonna accept that he can't have any friends that are girls, or is Julia just gonna have to accept that, you know, there's no merit to her jealousy and she just has to accept the their friendship?
0: I mean, it's it's hard because they're both relatively young, mm-hmm. right? And and for her to be like, I'm always gonna be jealous. I, yeah. I think is projecting a little bit too far into the future, because mm-hmm. I, I I kind of don't like Brandon's. I really didn't like Brandon's assessment of you know when she was like, oh, like literally every person I've been with has cheated on me. Yeah, as been like as his his assessment that that's a um, because of the jealousy and not mm-hmm. like the source of the jealousy. Right. Like, right. And so, but so I feel like the more, you know, it's a timetable thing. the The more he's with her, and the more he trusts, her, she can trust him, and he or he shows more trust. the The less the jealousy is not going to go away, but it's not yeah. going to be as raw and as, as 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 you know strong as it is now. When it's been like, well, yeah, for like five years of my twenties, all my boyfriends cheated on me, but then for the next ten years, I was with one dude who was faithful to me the whole time, like that. It, it makes it not be quite as deep and you can manage having the, like, female friends and stuff. That said, I couldn't date somebody, be married to somebody who was like, you can't talk to any women. I couldn't do that. Like, so yeah. I don't know.
1: I'm surprised this hasn't come up before because Brandon seemed to be genuinely surprised when she right. made the comment, you know, like, I've never had a boyfriend that hasn't cheated on me. Because it's like that – also leads me to believe that they have never talked or tried to resolve this jealousy issue. It's Mm -hmm. been more like a, you know, oh, you're jealous. Oh, yeah, I'm jealous. You just have to deal with it. It's like, well, have you ever thought about, you know, why you're jealous. Is there anything I can do to make you feel more reassured? It's like, I feel like these are some conversations that they should have been having instead of, you know, focusing on the product of whatever really the the deep rooted issue is here because he shouldn't be hearing that this is the first time, you know, he shouldn't be hearing this for the first time, you know?
0: No, I mean, I definitely definitely feel like Why have you broken up with your previous serious like? (laughs) It's kind of like the um, job interview question. Like, why did you leave your last job? Like, that's right, right,
1: right. (laughs) That's kind of a
0: standard like into a new relationship conversation you generally have, right? Um, Yeah. And so, yeah, definitely should have come up. But they're not the only thing they don't discuss. Just like when she mentioned, "Oh, the baby's bassinet would look great over there," and Brandon's like, you never talked about having kids before. Like, not even like when we have kids." It'll be like this. You know, if we decide to have kids in this apartment, it'll be nice. They didn't have it, that surface level conversation about kids. That's insane.
1: Yeah. Well, the more I hear from her, the more I realize that maybe Brandon was on to something when they were talking about like this was many episodes ago when they she was mm-hmm. trying to find a job and he was kind of like, her English isn't that great. He yeah. might have been on to something because I definitely feel like as time has gone on, her English to me definitely does not seem as good as maybe as I originally had thought it was. And so I think having these conversations can be more difficult because you're talking about complex things. And then, you know, to Julia's credit, it's difficult to learn a second language and to learn kind of like, you know, the vocabulary necessary to have these kind of deep conversations that probably isn't super easy.
0: Like English is such a, there's like... Five different words that means the same thing, but carry subtle different conver- com- you know, right. connotations to them. It's very difficult.
1: Yeah. Oh gosh, that reminds me of uh, there was a. A person that was like in charge of this like competition for our school, and I was in a meeting, and you know they were t- talking about how we could recruit students to like participate in this. And this person was not English as her first language, and so she said we need to come up with sexy prizes. And I was just
0: like, what? It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> like please don't use sexy in the context of students ever,
0: <laughs> ever just stop. But
1: yeah. I get got what she. Uh, was like thinking because yeah, you know she like wanted, sexy like, means desirable, attractive. Right. attractive.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Yes, Whereas, but you're
1: just like, mm, no, you can't say it. <laughs> that's just weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, but that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Is is right. if she said something like that? People will be like, um, that's weird. And like, yeah. she wouldn't take it as being like, oh, I used the wrong synonym that carried yes. a slightly wrong connotation. She would be right. like. It's weird that I want to have prizes for the kids. Now, okay, I'm, I'm lost now, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but and then also Julia, you know, so to her credit, you know, English as a second language, difficult and challenging. We get it. Um, But she also gets really like, you know, fired up and frustrated. And so I think that definitely makes things worse. And so she kind of, you know, just starts yelling out words without kind of putting it into a complete sentence. So you kind of get the general idea of what she's trying to say, but it's kind of like it's hard to follow. It's hard to follow logical argument.
0: I mean, I think the other thing that's going to be an issue for them is just she's a city girl and he's a country guy.
1: Yeah, like, but they should have figured out that day one. Like he was living on the farm, she couldn't have been that surprised by it.
0: I did know. She just I assumed know.
1: that the world is full of cities.
0: Yes, I think she did because I, I think her world is full of cities. And I mean, and and she, especially if she's satisfied with Richmond, like because mm-hmm. she'd made that same point, that same kind of adjacent to what Mike and Natalie did with the Florida. I'm not moving to Florida for her. Yeah, is like she's getting really tired of. Betty being like, "You're so far away," and she's like, "I'm a 19-hour plane ride away from my mom. Shut up right. and stop telling yeah. your son is far too far away because he's a half-hour drive. Like it's not the same. Mm-hmm. And like, because she, she she's not asking for maybe she will in the future, but she's not asking for Miami or New York or or Vegas. She's fine with Richmond." But he's just like, no, I need my – now, maybe if she knew that, you know, when they're in a fully detached house where there's nobody within a half mile, she can be as loud as she wants in bed and nobody will – she won't be embarrassed by <laughs> anybody in the apartment. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I thought the logical conclusion would be like just buy – you know, buy the place next door.
0: Yeah. It just, it just seems like – I feel like she thinks, hey, it's not – it's not in the city. And Richmond is yeah. not a giant city, but it's clearly a city. Right? And it, right. there's there's places you can walk to. I really think that's the biggest thing. Is she yeah. just wants to be able to walk somewhere. Just I want to yeah. be able to walk and go somewhere. That's not And it not might too be because
1: ask. she doesn't have a car, you know? Because mm-hmm. if she doesn't have her license, maybe – I, I don't just, know. Maybe she's yeah, never just, had a license. I, I feel like
0: a lot of people who grew up in in cities, in big cities, in European cities, they just don't like – I don't want to have to get in a car to go anywhere. I just want to yeah. go – to the park. Like, can I just please – I don't have a park I can go to. I don't have a library I can go to. I don't have a store I can waste some time and just go mm-hmm. to the market. I have to get into a car for all of those things. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. it, it does get frustrating. All right. So speaking of frustrating, <laughs> we have Angela and Michael. So Michael's still in Nigeria and, and Angela, you know, tries to play up drama and shows up exactly at, after everybody else, like right when um, the show is about to start. She can't wait to show off her new goal weight body, which the rest of the cast annoyingly like cheers about when she comes in. I just, oh, not that it didn't look good, but the fact that it was like, please don't encourage Angela.
1: Yes, it was definitely encouraging her
0: <laughs> to strut around. Yes. So her new body, by the way, also includes new breast implants. Yeah. Which is a surgery Michael did not object to. In the aftermath of Mike and Natalie, like they're in the backstage and she does this weird thing where she puts her leg up on mike's lap it, <laughs> yeah, I, don't I don't know i was very confused but it kind of fits into the theme that we get to later so eventually angela recaps why she was so upset with michael after her surgeries so then we have a lot of talk about angela's boobs and her health and whatever what michael says it's not a common thing to have at all to have weight loss it's not a common thing to have weight loss surgery in nigeria angela pipes up and says that's because they you know, like people who are fat in Nigeria because it's a sign of saddest. And Asuelu is like, yep, same here. Same in Samoa. <laughs> I was a skinny guy. Nobody liked me. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh. So she breaks down crying, talking about how painful it was that Michael wasn't supportive and actually kind of made fun of her small boobs after the surgery. Skyla comes out and sit, to sit on the remote, get, remote guest couch. She doesn't really say much before they do a clip recounting Angela's weird flirting with Dr. Obang. So Michael says that he was uncomfortable with that and then Kalani brings up the fact that, you know, if Michael had done the same thing, Angela would have been super pissed. Yeah. So Sean asks a leading question and Angela admits that she went to Dr. Obang's birthday party, but with Skyla, but doesn't admit that she spent some more time alone with Dr. Obang and um, something weird about a producer driving home. turns out that what happens, Michael starts to freak out. And Angela says that what happened was, is that she was feeling sick at the party and Dr. Obang who remember it's his birthday party? Yeah, um, just drove her home uh, to take care of her. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, this shit has not been sorted enough yet. So, you know, Michael's upset about this, and Angela keeps saying, "I was sick. I wasn't feeling well." That's weird. Anyway, because this shit hasn't been sorted enough yet, they bring on uh, Michael's aunt Lydia. So they ask her opinion about the surgeries, and I think Lydia gets in maybe three or four words. Maybe five words before Angela just completely loses her shit again. Um, So she starts yelling about babies. And it really is once the word surrogate came up that that she just lost all control. And then it was like, don't point your finger at me. Why are you so um, up in Michael's business? Are you screwing him? A bunch of cross talk. And then she ends up finding which camera – That Lydia is looking on. So she goes and yells at it and says, you can't talk to me like that over and over again until she just flashes her boobs at her. Uh For reasons that I guess only make sense to Angela. But anyway, as she's walking off stage, she flashes them again and says, you won't see these goddamn tits again. As if like seriously like Kitty from Arrested Development, which I know you didn't watch, but it makes a lot of sense for the people who know it. (laughs) Say goodbye to these because you'll never see them again. Okay, so scale of 1 to 10, how real was this or how was was just Angela auditioning for next season?
1: Yes, I was just going to say that exact same thing. Angela, she knows to bring it at the tell-all. That's yep. why she made a big production of strutting her stuff, you know, whipping her hair around. Um, yeah, just stirring up the drama. With I, I really could have lived without the flashing because I – like I said, I was confused how it helped or hurt her argument. It just seemed absolutely irrelevant.
0: It was, whatever I it was. don't understand what that had to do with the argument at all. No. It made no sense at all. Right. Like, right. <laughs> it, so. it wasn't like a F you. It didn't a thing. Nobody mentioned the boobs in the argument. It just it didn't make right, any sense at all right. why she flashed the camera. Except for as a, as a clip to show everybody.
1: Yeah, the thing that I was the most annoyed about is Michael is absolutely right. If that were the other way around and Michael was in a situation like that, Angela yes. would have flipped the F out, you know? Yes. And it just doesn't yes. seem fair that she just kind of like bullies her way into, you know, doing whatever she wants and she can justify it. You know, and mm-hmm. then it's like mm-hmm. it's not to say that she wouldn't forgive Michael, but you know, she's gonna sure as hell give him a hard time to let him know that that behavior was not okay, yes. and then eventually so, forgive. Him. I mean,
0: I think she was very, very adamant and skilled about keeping the parameters of the conversation where she wanted them, and she yeah. was not having the argument that Michael was having. Right, she was right. like, "It's okay that he drove me home. He was my doctor. I was sick." He needs taking care of me because I pay him to do that, blah, blah, blah. And it was like all fine. And Michael probably would have been fine with that except for the fact that he was like, I'm hearing about this for the first time now. Yeah. You didn't tell me this when it happened. So obviously you were hiding it. And B, if I would have gotten a ride home with a female doctor, we would be divorced. Yes. Like like, you would not be with me. Like that. end of story. And it has nothing to do with what your justification was or anything. It has everything to do with the the double standard – and the hiding things from me because she was 100% wrong on that fact and he was 100% right like that is it is a double standard and that's not okay
1: yeah yeah definitely all right uh so that was pretty much uh, their situation so um i guess we'll hear from the other group next week
0: yeah and i imagine we're probably going to hear some more stuff from some of these groups too um maybe or i don't know maybe it'll just be the three next week. That seems to be all that we really saw in the preview, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, who was your student of the week?
0: All right. My student of the week was uh, Jovi, actually. We didn't have him as a person, mm-hmm. but I appreciate that he like kept things moving. <laughs> 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 like, I don't usually like people who don't stay in their lane, but that's usually right. when they're like being judgy. But when Natalie yes. was like, I'm not seeing everybody, he was like, wait a second. Nope. Yes, you are. <laughs> like, I'm going to speak up now. Like, that keeps the story moving. That's telling all. That's what we need more of.
1: Right. Yeah, oh, it's interesting. I actually couldn't come up with a student of the week. I don't know if that's the oh. cheaty way out. But it was like, I didn't think anyone was particularly good, I guess. <laughs> Brandon? Just because no, of all no, the things no, he's... No, nope.
0: no. I'm nixing Brandon because okay. he was like... Well, I guess you're – I know why everybody cheated on oh, you. Oh, sure, like, sure, sure, sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Okay. So if you're not letting me have Brandon as doing the week, I have I have no one. All right. <laughs> okay. What I about mean, your dunce?
0: My dunce is Angela just because I'm tired of this act. I'm yeah. just tired. of. I'm tired of watching her do her same thing and then know she ha- – I got to scream at somebody at this tell-all and, oh, they brought on the guest. So my time's almost up. Better start screaming at her. Like, <laughs> it's just – It's just – it's entertaining until it's like I have seen this show too many times to know what's going on.
1: Yes. And I mean, gosh, she's been on for many, many seasons. What is this, her fourth or fifth season?
0: Yeah, it's got to be.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We've seen a lot of her. All right. Um, So my uh, dunce I actually put is Natalie. And I think what kind of pushed it over the edge was her whole like – wait a second. I have – I have never, like, hung out with another man. I've never. And then all of a sudden, like, these things come out. And it's just like, all right. Like, how dumb are you? Like, Jovi and Yara are on the show. You really think they wouldn't tell production about this or bring it up themselves? Like, how dumb are you, right? And so, like, trying to hide it and then just the process of her hiding it just made it seem all the more shady and like she was lying about the situation. So, quite honestly, do I trust her that this was just a friend? No, absolutely not.
0: No, so, definitely not. Nope, nope.
1: Cuz that is not the impression I got based on what went down. So, Natalie, you are a dunce.
0: Okay. I can see that. So, my life lesson and it's like, I know I already did, Angela. Right. But I feel like it was there wasn't that many groups first of all. But yeah. like – and it was kind of what we touched on before. Like it's inappropriate and unfair to hold your partner to a different standard mm. than you hold yourself. And yes. and that's just all she does. Like, so that's, that's just about it. Short and sweet.
1: Right. Agreed. Uh, mine is also inspired from Angela, maybe in a little more lighthearted way. But there's no argument where it's appropriate to flash your boobs in a threatening way. <laughs>
0: I don't even you're, know how like why are you are you supposed to be afraid of her boobs? I'm very I confused don't know. About, like,
1: but I mean like I get it if you're I I, I mean I could kind of see this as happening as someone trying to diffuse the situation, like, hey, look at this, you know, and like flash your boobs like to try, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, change the tone
0: of- Is if two other people are fighting and you're like, oh, no, I need to distract everyone and get them thinking about something else.
1: Or even, I guess, if it was like you and like someone else, like, you know, something like that. And people do that, right? They try to change the tone by cracking a joke or something. Sure, sure. You know, so I could see – That I wouldn't say it's the most appropriate thing to do. It's not really super productive in this whatever argument. But, you know, I don't think flashing them in a menacing kind of way is – I cannot picture a scenario where that's appropriate.
0: Don't flash your tits in anger is what you're saying. (laughs) Flashing your tits is a playful activity that you should do in joy and not in anger.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So we still have a uh, part 2 of this Tell All and then I feel like we're we have the other way coming up or is it I already think it's started?
0: Boom, boom. No, other it's it's Tell All next Sunday, Other Way the Sunday after that.
1: Yeah. You know how I knew t- the Other Way was coming up is because it started showing up on my DVR because they're starting to play yep, episodes. They're starting past. to play last season.
0: Yep. Right, yep. That's right. right. Uh huh. I thought the same thing. I was flipping through the TV. I was like, oh, the other way. and I was like, oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Coming up. Uh,
1: next week, we'll uh, also be covering uh, Darcy and Stacy a couple episodes, like so a chunk of episodes.
0: Oh, and we also have to do our power rankings.
1: Yes, exactly, because it's the end of the season. So power rankings will be next week. All right. All right. So uh, we will be back around this time next week. And until then.
0: All right. See everybody then. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. Take care. Right, bye.